Hey guys, this is Angela Bless. Welcome back to my podcast, our new topic. Um, I pray that you guys had an amazing time and day and whatever situation you may be going through, just know that God is always on time, that whatever issue you may be going through in life, just know that God has your best interest at heart, guys. So my topic normally was supposed to be children behind the films. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that topic, because not only because of the um, what's going on with Tiffany and Spears case, but a lot of star actors are coming out saying what have happened to them during Hollywood. So I'm going to cut that very short. And I also want to talk about Raven Jackson. Um, if you don't know who she is, she is, um, she does a lot of stuff, exercise. She's a fluencer. She motivation speaker and so forth. But unfortunately she has, um, committed suicide. So I really want to talk about that because I, I'm just flabbergasted because I'm seeing a lot of this going on. I know I'm I know I'm not God. I'm no far near nowhere near God, but like I, I you know I've been through it and I understand what's going on when it comes to that old that spirit right there, depression and oppression and and and, and, and allowing that spirit to whisper it in your ears till you do something. Okay, so. Um, we're gonna start by off. Okay, if you hear me, that's me scratch because I got headphones on also too. So guys, so listen. So I went to look up the you know child actress that has been behind the films that's went through a lot, and I am astonished. It is so many actors and actresses, singers from from the sixties on up that you know you that 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 been through so many stuff you know in life that has been behind the film and other people have done stuff to them Drew Barrymore she came out with her testimony look it up and you know those you know allegedly look it up she'll tell you about her drinking and doing drugs at a young age Corey Philman um in 1980s Corey Philman starred in Goonies um Lost Boys um Corey is Corey Philman and Corey Ham. I love both of them look look their names up they both was also um molested you know, and they named um, one of the Corys. So one of the Corys passed away also. Um, he was really on drugs real bad and so forth like that. Because when you're being um, molested or raped, especially if you're a child, even as an adult, it, it, it's a trauma to your mind and your body. And you don't understand what's going on with you at, at a young age. And your feelings and your emotions and your hormones are all over the place. At first you think it's normal, but when you know it's not normal, then you be thinking it's your fault. You're feeling guilty. And then if the accused is the one that's doing the harm is um, telling you, don't tell anyone I'm going to hurt your whole family, then you have to hold that inside of you for a very long time. And that is a hurting, 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 hurting burden to carry also um i just watched a movie a lifetime movie about the lady in the 1980 early late 80s 90s um her son was molested um i think he was a camp um on camp something but anyway the guy has been accused several occasions of harming other um, younger boys so anyway long story short she ended up taking the law into her own hand and she executed the guy in court so you know, a lot of people commanded her for what she does, and some, a lot of people condemn her because she took the law in her own hands. But, you know, I always say this, you are not responsible for the 
Um, you're not responsible for the consequences be that comes behind the choices you make, but you are. You can make the choices all day long. I'm not trying to. Run, I'm trying to rush, God. I'm trying to think. I didn't write anything down, and that's what I get. So you are responsible for your choices you make, but you're not responsible for the consequences that comes behind it. Because what happens after that incident? It caused a chain reaction, meaning that her son was in and out of jail. She went to prison back before prison a couple of times. She ended up dying. Um, he ended up being charged with murder. He's still on the run right now, I believe, if they haven't called him. So, you know, chain reaction. But yes, sometimes we do want to take law in our own hands. And fast forward, we're going to talk about the Tiffany had Tiffany and Spears. So I don't know all of it. I read some of it. So allegedly, you know, any actor or actor would do is like coach a child how to do such and such stuff. But my thing is, if it was a, a sexual film, why are you letting your children participate in something like this? Shouldn't it be a line drawn? Shouldn't the parent be some kind of responsible for this? Also, because those children are saying they're going through, tra- where the mother allegedly saying that they're going through um, traumatic um, depression and so forth like that. But before this happened, the mother was blackmailing them, telling them to give her money, allegedly. And she didn't. They were going to make it go public. So that's what she did. The mother, Jane Doe, she filed. Uh, she went to court, civil suit, because it caused the children depression. They don't want to come outside. So at the time, the girl was 14 years old, and I believe the boy was 7 years old. I don't know the truth behind this, but, you know, allegedly Tiffany Haddish did not touch the little girl. She actually... Um, you know how you show somebody how to ride bicycles? Basically, she was showing her how to, I guess, do a scene along with the little boy. So I didn't want to read much into it because I don't, I didn't want that to go into my spirit. But at the end of the day, you you saw the R. Kelly case. You see Stein, Steinberg, as I'm saying his name right, case. You see all of these cases. Uh, and majority of the time, the parents knew. You got to look at Drew Barrymore. Her parents knew what was going on. But they prompt her. To, to to for for this type of activity, you look at the guys from Shallow Buff from not Shallow Buff. What's his name from Lord of the Rings? Because you hardly see him playing any films films anymore. Because uh, Elijah Wood, he talks about Hollywood. When Elijah Wood was a young child, he's not only he not only had a role in reminds in a remade version the classic Dolphin from Flipper, but he also starred in The Good Son. I remember that. I love that. All along with Macaulay Culkin, he also he's admitted that he was molested also Wood told the Sunday Times that in those years his mother provided the protection he needed as a child actor to keep him from parties where adults might prey on children as an adult he still realized that innocent victims are still prey of pedophiles who keep their dark activities secret recently he accused Hollywood openly concerning what he views as an industry pedophile problem he, st- he stated that there are many in business who view children as open prey and that these vapor vampires use their power to overcome children. And he said that the children's lives are being damaged to the point of not being able to repair them. Wood did not accuse any specific persons at this time or a project, nor did he speak in detail. But it is obviously that he has comments or roles about other children or he maybe has seen something um monique the comedy um monique that does the comedy she talks about was in hollywood was her brother gabriel brun she talks about a producer gabriel brine talks about a producer harming her joey coleman talks about the guy the producer open secret conversation documentary so this is interesting right here it's also 
not to get so deep. So Joey Coleman, Joey Coleman is one of Survivor Coleman Children's actors who were part of an open secret controversy. Controversy. Why is that shame by itself and no winds blowing? But anyways, a Hollywood actor industry and documentary opened in 2015 with a limit release in the cities following the hills of stigma, threat to take legal action against director Amy Burge for the content, including the film, you know, film. So anyway, she had a whole bunch of names and so forth. And if you don't know who Coleman is, he was known for his roles in Magna P.I. and Max Dagger Returns and The Last Lost in America. And so Todd Bridges talks about it, different strokes, you know. And the list goes on and it's sad because at the end of the day, we as parents, we are our children guardian. Our children know do not belong to us. God has given us guardianship to, to protect them and to guide them along the way. And along the way, there are trusted people that we rely on to take them farther in life. Sometimes they had it so much that you don't even know they're predators, you know. And that's the that's the that's the strange thing about it. You sit up there and you pray on a child, innocent. You pray on a single mother or a single father. You pray on the weak and don't have any and have any account for it. And at the end of the day, it still falls behind a spirit at the end of the day. So moving along, I want to talk about Raven Jackson that had um, committed suicide. And I wrote a post on it. I said, suicide has no agenda, gender, gender, ages. It whispers in your ears only for you to do something wrong. So Raven Jackson is a, uh, she's a, she does exercise, she sells clothing, she is an influencer, and so forth. Uh, award-winning filmmaker, poet, and photographer Raven Jackson passed away very unexpectedly on Tuesday, September the 6th. According to the reports, in Tennessee, native passed away from suicide. It was further revealed that Raven was battling with depression for a while now. Jackson was uh, participating in the film at Lincoln Carter's Artist Academy during 57th New York Film Festival. She was CEO at the Go um, Crazy Fitness LLC. The announcement of her sudden death was flooded by heartfelt tributes and condolences across social media. She would be missed by many. I'm truly hurt because I told her how much she meant to me and how much she was my light as time because we had so much in common, but people didn't know Raven... I'm so sorry you pushed me to be strong at times where I felt like I couldn't. Raven, thank you for sharing your light with me. I'll never let your light be in or die. Well, ain't long story short. Oh, wow. This, this is sad, guys. This is really sad. Words fall short of expression of our griefs are for your loss as we mourn with family and friends for the great loss. We are truly sorry to hear of the loss of this promising being person raven jackson please accept our condolences and our prayers and help comfort you please receive heartfelt condolences and this is from um the filmmakers and other people with her so guys sometimes we battle things that no one knows about and i talk about this all the time because i dealt with depression and suicide and i think i had it very bad within my teens because i didn't know how to totally express myself i didn't know how to talk to anyone i mean you know like i said before yeah i had track and and track only gave me that temporary um release and then it was alcohol and then it was sex you know it gave me that release temporarily but it never 
I never addressed the issue. You know, I just hid it and, and subdued it and numbed it with alcohol and sex just for a limited time. And then it would come back again and not knowing that I was just piling on stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff to the point that I would black out, would go into these fits of rages and anger and mad. And then I would drink till I couldn't drink no more and get drunk and be throwing up getting alcohol poison and driving and speeding in my car while I'm drunk trying to hit a wall because I did not want to be on this earth because I did not know that it was a, a way out. I didn't know it was people actually dealing with what I was going through as a youth, as a young adult. I, you know, the people that didn't know, they talked about me. They whispered about it. You know, they laughed about it. They thought it was funny. You know, and that's where my trust issue came from that I held stuff inside and I stopped trusting people, especially women, because they were the main one that was talking about me and laughing at me that, you know, and now that I look back, I don't blame them. They didn't understand either. They went through it and they just cast it off and didn't understand or hid it or they didn't know how to properly um, talk to me or trying to encourage me to get over that hump. You know, in life, we go through issues in life that God takes us through stuff. No, it's not fair. No, it's not fair. But I thank God it didn't kill me. You understand? I thank God that the the, the, the accuser, the one that molested me didn't kill me, God. I thank you for that. I thank you that depression, oppression, and suicide thoughts didn't kill me, God. I thank you for that. I thank you for dispatching your angels around me and, and even bringing me into a place where I'm at right now. Yeah, you know, like I talked about a couple months ago, I went through something. When it came to, you know, you know, the finances and my transportation and everything, which is like one thing after another, after another, after another, it felt like I was alone. I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have anyone to reach out to help me. You know, in most cases I was quiet, but when I did open up and ask for help, it's just like, you know, what do I get in return? I didn't want, I don't want those type of friends. I don't need those type of friends in my life. But, you know, if someone is going through that, that, that spirit, you know, pray seek counsel if you don't want to talk to your pastor or apostle you go seek a therapist you go talk to somebody because i rather for you to talk to me or call me five o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning hit me in my inbox hey i need to talk and for you to do, take your life because that is that is a selfish way to go because you leave your family hurt and you leave your loved ones wondering was it them or did they do something wrong that's a selfish way to go and no one knows anyone else's burden. We to worry about being popular or who has the nice cars and shoes to the point that we're not worrying about what's going on in the inside of us. We too worry about you know who's on you know the other shows and reality shows to the point that we're not ta- not worrying about looking at our own backyards. You know, anything. Can, let me explain something to you. You know, at the end of the day. You got to be happy within yourself. No matter makeup, um, surgery, no matter switching spouses, no matter you got a Mercedes or an Acura or a big house or land, it's going to help you if you're not happy and you're not taking care of yourself from the inside. Many people have fallen victim to this demon. You know, and I pray that, you know, pastors also, many pastors, it's sad. Artists, you know, children, youth, children as young as eight years old. Because no one liked them or they're being picked on or being bullied on. They feel like there's no place for them in the world. Let me explain something to you before I go. Because I didn't want to keep this podcast very long. And sometimes I'd be all over the place. But I wanted to make a, 
abhorrent or to encourage anyone. I was in the midst of all hell breaking loose at a young age. It was a reason why the enemy fought hard for me to stay in brokenness, messed up, abused, abandoned, rejected, and, and just a hot mess. It was a reason why the enemy wanted me to continue to drink and drink or try to drive my car into a wall. It was a reason for all of this. It was a, it was a reason, you know? And you know, you may hear me say this a lot of times because I try to hold it for my book, but if it's meant for me to go out and, and testify, I will. I um, The day that I got shot and I died and God brought me back to life, I died twice. Died on the ground, they threw water on me. I was passed out in the car as they was taking me to the ER. And when I got into the hospital, when they let my mom and, them, my, mom and my stepdad say their final words, I was, you know, during that time laying on the bed, I was broken, I was hurt. I was misguided. I, I felt like I had a bullseye on my head because I was being molested or predators was coming after me. And so as I lay there and pleaded with the doctor not to put me to sleep because I was fighting them. I was shot. I was riddled with bullets and bleeding there. Well, skinny old me and fighting. <laughs> Kel said, I don't understand why you're not dead yet. Why would you say that? Why are you trying to do surgery or somebody? You know, and as my body put me to sleep, my spirit left my body just like as it was on tv and i didn't worry about who was behind me and who's going to care about me and as i go went up to the stars amazing it's amazing i was right where the stars was at and i was right where jesus at and he's floating around me again he didn't want me to see his face and he was just talking he was just floating around me i don't know what he was doing but he was floating around me and his clothing was so white as it says in the bible and i didn't know about that till later in life you know, so I was depressed, suicidal, didn't want to be here anymore and any longer. And his still calm voice, and I felt peace and love and joy while I was inactive with him, right next to him. I was next to Jesus, and I'm acting a fool, and I'm having issues with believing what his word said, and when he said he's going to make a way out of no way for me. I'm having those issues, but I was next. How many people can say they was literally standing next to him? But anyways, and so in the midst of that, he tells me, you got to go back. I said, I don't want to go back. Nobody loves me down there. And he put me back. And so, fast forward now, I was brought up in an unloved home. Not physically touched. Uh, even no hug, no affirmation, no encouraging words. Riddled with darts from the enemies trying to keep me down to God blessing me with love and to pour into others and I say this and say that now now I had a 2020 um truck I got an accident I was without a vehicle for about seven months so it, it kind of I, I it put me in a jam for me now to um go to certain places I, I thank God I had money to uber the kids back and forth to school with me to certain events and my kids to work and so forth into the grocery store and so forth uh, but when that person blessed me with a 2000 affinity with the back end smashed in. I was so much grateful than I ever have ever been than I had that 220, 2020 um, truck. And I say this to say this, when you are, when God covers you and when he has your back, you'll be appreciative of the things that people give you. It don't be all have to be all fancy, it don't have to be brand new, but you appreciate because you look at it like this, at least you're not walking. 
least you're not paying your money and so forth. I just want to throw that in there and be appreciated. But for those of you guys that have dealt with depression, um, suicide thoughts, and so forth, I definitely want you to go out and encourage others and tell your testimony, tell your story, tell your truth. And nothing but the whole truth, so help you God. Don't be ashamed of where you came from, what you did in life, and so forth. Lean on somebody, talk to somebody, and be kind to others because you never know what a person is going through in life. And bottom line, also, stop yelling at people in traffic because you never know what them people going through in traffic, neither. Stop yelling at them. Some of them are mad and angry at their bosses and wives and going home to no food or whatever they're going through. But have compassion. And I say this, anyone that has, if you or anyone knows anyone that's experiencing uh, suicide thoughts, the number is 1-800-273-8255, or you can also dial 988 to speak to someone that can help you. I'd rather for you to do that, or you can hit me in my inbox on Instagram at Angie7102Virtues, or you can look up Virtues Entertainment. We are just here to help. You know, we need you to make a difference in this world. And most of all, that we definitely get inner healing and not just ourselves up, but also heal from the things of this world. And another uh, thing I want to leave with you guys before I go, stop trying to be somebody else's God. It's not going to work. You need to get your own hobby, your own friends. So when when your husband or your soon-to-be husband or soon-to-be wife or wife is not around you can't force them i said this all the time you can't force them to stay in the house because they had a hobby before you now when you come together you make some type of arrangements and some adjustments but you can't stop or force someone to stop doing things they've been doing let's say they're doing something bad and around him trying to you know take rob cars and take cars and doing something like that that's different but when someone is have their own hobby and their jobs and so forth like you can't stop them from doing that stop making people your god so therefore, when you make them your God, when you give them your all, when you love them un- to the point that you love them more than you love God, that's the issue with God. And so God's going to have to come in and, and, and shake some stuff up. You know, love God with all your heart and all your soul. And, and then you love that person. And then you set, you have your your hobbies that you guys date and she do hers, he do hers. And not that you cheat on each other, but you still have a life. And that makes it the the relation more, more. Um, I want to. I can't say the word because I'm not even in a relationship. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I love you. I love you guys. You are love. You are somebody. You are amazing. You are wonderful. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you're from. Just know that you are love. You are somebody. You mean the world to us. We want you to stay on this earth until God calls you home so that you can make a positive, a positive footprint on this world, doing amazing things, amazing things, and not taking advantage of people. Guys, I love you guys. I went over, but I hope you like this podcast. Maybe I was all over the place. Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. But guys, I love you guys. Be blessed. This is Angela Blessing. I screw this message. Do, do, do.